hi. This is Angel Lada. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 68, Abortion, part two and a half. When I started this podcast, it was my vision to have real discussions with my friends on difficult topics. And that vision was ruined by the plague pandemic. But I always hoped that I would be able to have some dialogue with my listeners to this podcast. That vision was ruined by the fact that I have zero listeners. However, I understand that in quantum physics, matter can probabilistically exist where there is zero. It becomes in the form probabilistically of matter and antimatter. And likewise, I sometimes get responses to my episodes despite zero listeners. And when this occurs, I like to take the opportunity to respond as if it's a real dialogue and not just the lonely rantings of a man in a vacuum. So, someone responded to my last podcast on abortion, suggesting that it was a little unfair to call out Switzerland and Europe for their stringent abortion window, which is way more stringent than we have in the United States. That is, the most common window in European countries is 12 to 15 weeks that abortion is legal, whereas it is generally legal in the U.S. until the end of the second trimester. The reason this was an unfair comparison, according to my anti-matter interlocutor, is because birth control and sex education are so much more readily available in Europe which allows European women more control over educated decisions about their reproduction, even if there's a more restricted time window. Now, this is exactly the kind of discussion we should be having if we're going to reach a compromise that results in abortion being legal, safe, and rare, which I suggested in the last episode. And is it first from me? That was presented years ago as what we should be striving for. Now, last episode, I didn't list what the compromise would look like because, one, my attention span is less than 15 minutes, so that's true of my podcast, and two, reasonable compromise goes against my general ranty and disagreeable nature. However, this is actually a good opportunity to lay out what legal, safe, and rare abortion would look like. So, let's go. First, abortion should be legal for some limited window. I think 15 weeks seems reasonable. Funny, as I stated last time, this was the time limit in the supposedly heinous Mississippi law that led to the likely overturn of Roe v. Wade. 15 weeks, that's uh, unreasonable. But it's what most Western countries deem to be the time window. It would also cover over 95% of the abortions that actually happen in the United States. Then I would even support abortions being covered by Medicaid, which for you wonky types would mean getting rid of the Hyde Amendment at the federal level. But if we allow the procedure to be legal, then we should make sure it's covered by government insurance, especially since abortions are much more prevalent amongst 
the poor people. Or the poor women, really. I wouldn't put any pressure on private insurance companies because that'll be figured out by the uh, capitalist system because it makes a lot of economic sense to cover abortion because that will draw in younger clients who tend to be less sick and whose premiums cover the old sick people. So you you want to give abortion coverage. It's only for a set period of time and most of the people are old and can't get one. So that gets us to legal and safe. Now we go for rare. I agree that we should make birth control readily accessible and cheap to free. Most Americans actually agree with that if you do a poll. Now, the Catholic Church's stand on birth control is laughable. Over 80% of U.S. Catholics believe birth control is morally acceptable. Uh, across the country, it's around 89%, but above 80 for even U.S. Catholics. 13% of U.S. Catholics say it's morally unacceptable, but those 13% need to get the stick removed from their ass, and that is another procedure I'm willing to pay for. Just remember, birth control is better than pregnancy termination, which is the cute term used in the medical field for abortion. And that's the point. In order to make abortion rare, we need to all agree that it's a bad thing. I mean, you may want to not call the fetus a human life, but you know you're killing something living and that should be regrettable. Some of you may have heard of the TikTok trend of women celebrating their abortions. And they thought, after all, they're demonstrating their rights as a woman. This is my freedom. I had an abortion. Look at me. Hear me roar. I'm sorry, but as a woman, you also have a special opportunity for uterine cancer that men don't have. But I don't think we should celebrate it. The problem is the rhetoric of abortion as a women's right, a sign of her freedom, is exactly the wrong messaging. What it should be is that abortion isn't a right, and it's not going to be any longer under the Constitution. It's not a right, but it is a very serious responsibility that you are burdened with. And I know there will be people that say, we don't want to stigmatize abortions, but yeah, I do. It's part of making them rare. I think there should be a stigma. It's not like it's any other me medical procedure. You could be the most pro-choice advocate out there. <laughs> but if your friend is on her sixth or seventh abortion, you know what you'd say? Shit, girl, what is wrong with you? We don't do that for other procedures. If your friend says, yeah, I've had seven surgeries on my shoulder, you'd say, wow, that's rough. Sorry to go through that. If your friend says, I'm on my seventh abortion, you say, you need to get your shit together. And there are many things that are legal, but stigmatized. For instance, gluttony is a sin, but it's legal. You can eat however the fuck much you want. And I get to judge you for it. And I don't care about what the anti-fat shamers, body positivity people tell me. 
is legal for you to do it, and it's a stigma, and I'm glad it is. If I get too fat, please let me know. I'm not sure that, uh, that I agree that more sex education is needed, at least not in the schools. I mean, sex education in schools is mostly an opportunity to make someone uncomfortable, or actually everyone uncomfortable. And there actually isn't much good evidence that it leads to better sexual outcomes. Besides, uh, kids learn all that shit on the interweb. And that seems to be a better source than Miss Miller, your sixth grade teacher. I once asked my mom why she never gave me the birds and bees talk. And she replied that by the time I was old enough for the talk, I already knew more than, about it than she did. So there you go. Here's my compromise. Make abortion legal until 15 weeks. Covered by federal insurance. Cheaper free birth control. And on the other hand, we present abortion not as a right of women's freedom, but as a serious responsibility that you are saddled with because you're a woman. We can negotiate from there, but that's my starting point. So, will that be how the conversation continues? <laughs> of course the fuck not. Pro-abortionists are vandalizing and actually setting churches on fire, like in Wisconsin, marching around in handsmaid's tails outfits. And the anti-abortionists are claiming that the left and Democrats are just a bunch of baby killers. I watched fucktwats on Fox News claim that the Democrats are pushing a radical agenda of abortion up until the moment of birth. They want to have it so that you can have abortion right from the moment of birth. Well, that's completely untrue. There's a bill that's going to get voted on today or tomorrow in Congress that the Democrats are putting forward, and it would make abortion legal until 22 weeks, which is usually considered the hallmark of viability, and that states could make it illegal after that. Now, of course, 22 weeks is still more radical than most Western countries in terms of the available time window, but it doesn't matter. They're not bringing this vote up to pass it. They're just bringing it up to make the Republicans have to vote against abortion. In fact, the bill won't even come up for a vote because it'll actually not come to the floor because they don't have 60 votes. That's how six this is. There's no negotiation. There was no discussion. Did they go to either side and said, well, what could we do to get a bill passed here? No. The Democrats could have come to Republicans and said, all right, we're going to give you 15 weeks, not 22, and we'll suggest mandatory counseling about alternatives such as adoption. On the other hand, you give us publicly funded birth control and maybe ending the Hyde Amendment. Nope. No discussion. No compromise. Just gotcha. So I'm, I'm very sorry, my imaginary respondent. There really is no discussion about how to make this into the Swiss compromise. It just isn't good for political contributions or cable news ratings or social media likes. Please withdraw to your corners until the next round. Also, imaginary respondent, tell my puppies I love them. Pass the tequila. 
Au!